0: Today's episode of the Chad Duke Show, of course, is brought to you by Monk's Barbecue in Percival, but it is co-sponsored by Patrick McWilliams, who was kind enough to donate on ChadDukeShow.com. That's right. That's how low rent we are around here. How beggared and how the hard times have fallen in the fortress of solid dudes. You donate 100 bucks on ChadDukeShow.com. You become a presenting sponsor like my good, close, personal friend, Patrick McWilliams. Mick Williams. I hear he's hung like the Red October. Thank you, Patrick. And on with the show.
1: Its host name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the
0: Chad Dukes radio show. It's not free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number 385 645 5375. It's Miller time. What is that now? Twelve hands in a row. Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky.
1: Now here's your host,
2: the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie yeah, books, dig it! There's a progressive god. It's a chat to show. 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 It's a chat to show.
0: Well, you're having yourself a fine week, friendos. It's a chat show. It's a chat show. It's a chat show. Hopefully this free taste makes it a little better. It's a chatuke show. It's a chat show. It's a chat show. 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 See what it tastes like. Ooh, welcome everybody to the Chat Duke Show or your Friday episode. For November 19th as the crow flies Pleasure to be here with you I am Shad Dukes, your host with the most Broadcasting live from the fortress Solid dudes Who's it again, Breezy? Let them know who it be One more time for the people in the back Oh, I'm so tired of people saying one more time for the people in the back I don't know who needs to hear this, but Oh the endless online repeating of crutch phrases and catchphrases and hashtag. Sorry, not sorry. Fuck you. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Appreciate you being here. Whether you're listening as a subscriber of the Chad Duke Show, ChatDukeShow.com, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you find your podcastery. Always appreciate you finding your way into these Waters. It is the Chad Duke Show, and I am Chad Dukes, broadcasting live again from the Fortress of Solid Dudes in beautiful downtown Old Town, Fairfax, Jr., presented by Money Monks Barbecue in Percival. That is monksq.com. Check them out. Absolutely spectacular. Hopefully you're getting your thanksgiving. Um sundries from there, turkeys and whatnot. I cannot believe I just said whatnot. That might be the first time I've ever organically said whatnot in my life, Tor. God damn. Uh, where did that come from? What do we do now? I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want to run a giant electromagnet over the entire back catalog <laughs> of the show. Well, first and foremost, I'm fucking sorry. Let me just go ahead and apologize uh, at the top of the show. That is, uh, you do not come here for that. <laughs> they're giving you the what for? They're giving me the business. Oh, that's right. The so on and the so forth is what they're giving me. <laughs> God damn. Here's the audience right here. You know
2: what I always say? Time to the fence a few.
0: Terror to fucking you. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, that's ter- oh no, that's <laughs> terrible. That's just awful. Oh, my God. That was awful. Just walk, walk away. away. I really should,
2: right? Oh, my God, this sucks. Oh, even Kenny doesn't like it. This sucks. Now this. Doesn't rock. This not for me.
0: <laughs> Is that the dude? Is not for me. Yeah. This not
2: for me. Oh, that's funny. I can't tell you the process. You haven't lived until you've had Joe sitting at the microphone trying to get him to say four words.
0: It's it, very it's- difficult to do, and I'm glad you did it because that's an important clip to the show. Little did we know we would need it so ardently right here at the top of the Friday episode. Anyhoots, uh, we do these every Friday. Uh, basically, it's a solicitation for you to check out the real show we do Monday through Thursday. Uh, there's bonus episodes. There's all types of fun and hijinks. We promise you an hour a day. Generally, we deliver way more than that. Uh, uh. So... Uh, Just know that when we do this show, we get complaints from the law firm down beneath us and uh, we pay more rent than they do, so fuck them. All right, uh, Tor, good to see you. My gigantor is here, the hooting colossus, the uh, Great Falls Sasquatch, the jolly ogre, the mahi-mahi mangler, clam fan in the building as well. Hello, cold soldier.
2: Oh, what's going on? I'm I, I'm getting pretty excited, actually. Why is that?
0: Just going to the Outer Banks. Oh, it's right around the corner, Tor. Very excited. Where's Outer, You should have the Outer Banks song uh, queued up. Oh I own that fucking song. We can play that song right here. Outer Banks, Outer Banks, Outer Banks. I mean, for God's sakes, I wrote a song about the Outer Banks. We could be playing it right now. But I'm glad you're getting ginned up, Tor, because I'm getting ginned up as well. For those of you that don't know, uh, I got to give uh, big verbal nods to the Cold Soldier. Uh, unlike previous producers of shows I've been a part of, uh, Tor journeys down to the Outer Banks every time I go so that we can record live shows so we don't take any time off and uh I'd have to say both of them tore both times. Is it two times or three times now we've done this? We went I think twice this is the now, third time. And then we went to the mountain house. We did President's Day. And yep. then we did um, we did the summer. And now this is Thanksgiving. Those are the three times I go down to the Outer Banks per year. So I think you've been three for three. And of course we were on location. Outer Banks. Outer all week long. Outer Can't wait for that. There's a jammer right here. Goddamn, you ever heard this one, Tor? I don't think I've heard this I'm one. I'm going to shit up the toilet when I get there. <laughs> going to drink a twisted tea when I get there. Going to drown Sven Lloyd when I get oh, there. Right, and I ain't going to sleep when I get there. Oh. Take an outdoor shower when I get there. Brew through. T-shirts when I get there Get some hot cotton pork when I get there I'm gonna miss quack miles When I get there Outer Banks, Outer Banks, Outer Banks The banger, right? Goddamn motherfucker, I don't banks. know how I missed this one Outer Banks, <laughs> Outer Banks, Outer Banks This outer is banks. Uh, the record Goddamn, that we put out uh, next Dread it be the Four out different out of versions of this please. song Swerving home from Lucky 12 now, yes please Kitty Hawk down the Old South next Head So many chimichangas wish I was dead out of Banks, Brewery Station, when I get there. Play a big block hunter when I get there. Gonna swipe right on Grinder when I get there. Like Buttercrab Claws when I get there. Well, I'm the Out of Banks, Daytime Player. Always open like the Amity Mayor. We get hammerheads, fucking crocagaters. Gonna miss Kelly's Tavern when I get there. Out of Banks, Out of Banks, Out of Banks. Right. Goddamn you try that. Banks. Available Outer on banks Ponytails and Cocktails, Spotify, and iTunes. Of course, on Bandcamp as well. If you'd like a record, go to CommonwealthDragons.com. Oh, by the nags, dread record at CommonwealthDragons.com. It's got that song on it right there. It's Tour, my favorite. This will be the first time we've spent a whole week down at the Outer Banks uh, for Thanksgiving. I'm very excited. Well, basically, I'm glad you brought it up because the entire week of shows next week, I think Knockwood should be live from the Outer Banks. I mean, you could have kept it's all or nothing with you. It is all or nothing. I spent fade it down so we can talk over it, but no, no, it's gone now, isn't it? It's gone. Of course it is. I'll get us back. That's all right. No, don't worry about it. Just leave it. Leave it. Let it lie. There, there ain't no coming back, man. If you'd have watched the crow, you would have, you would have realized that. Um we got a lot to get to today on the show. Um, We're going to give you a little taste of everything that went down this week on the program. We had some memorable segments, including how much of the feud young Gigantor came back from a trip that he made. And uh, he expressed a desire to take a dish that he found in South Dakota. And perhaps he was so passionate about it, turn it into some sort of eatery or food truck endeavor here in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area. And um, I thought it was a throwaway segment. There's people in our lives in the listening audience that work in the food industry, uh, people that we would once call friends. And they turned so violently on tour, trying to discourage him, not just because the food industry is tough, but because they think he is a worthless bag of shit with no work ethic, that it actually ground the show to a
2: halt, I would say, for about two days this yeah. week. It was 10 minutes of me trying to be funny talking about a new meat. And then it turned into probably two hours worth of it. Unbelievable. I mean, it, it surfaced, it resurfaced, I think, on three different
0: episodes yeah. this week. So that'll be <laughs> represented here. Also, tour had a rough day. Um, Yesterday on the show, and I asked him he had so many fuck ups. I asked him to actually pull them and put them all together. So we'll get to that in two seconds. But it is one of my favorite uh, times of the year uh, tour, where all the holiday food is uh, it's out. It's it's basically been out since on October thirty first. I've been seeing Christmas shit out at the grocery store, at the convenience store, certainly at the shop that I run. But these were dropped off. I believe our buddy Orgy Beard dropped these off. Did he not? I believe so. What is it that we'll be sampling today on the Friday episode of the Chad Duke Show? Today we'll be sampling the Kit Kat. Gingerbread cookie edition. Not a big fan of Kit Kats. Um certainly not traditional Kit Kats, but I do have to say that when they do these variants, uh they have the fruity cereal one, they got the key lime pie, uh apple pie, they got the whipped cream, they got the graham cracker crust. Do a pretty good job. I I think that their seasonal efforts are above standard.
2: Yeah, I I I'm pretty fond of the original Kit Kat, but the apple pie one. Is maybe my favorite, if not variants, maybe candy bar of all time.
0: Twix is my favorite. I thought these were Twixes for a second, so that's why I was excited. The fact that they're Kit Kats has ratcheted that back a little bit, but also gingerbread flavored anything uh, or scented anything always is going to get me to pop. I'm a big fan.
2: Yeah, it's delicious. It, it smells like those that heinous uh, <laughs> Bud Light seltzer that we had. Oh my god, that did smell a lot like the holidays. It did not taste very good. No. Oh, we haven't tried the Christmas seltzers though, have
0: we? No, we did that last night on the fort. Well, that's right, side. we did it last night. So if you if you become a subscriber, you can hear us. T- well, no, because that's not up until next week because oh, we need I- the buffer. You're gonna hear it eventually. You're stupid. <laughs> I swear to God, it's like the butterfly effect of oh, what you got going on I over was there. So confident, you're Donnie Darko <laughs> over there. Donnie Sloco? <laughs> I don't know if that works. Uh, let's try these bad boys. This is a gingerbread flavored Kit Kat? Yep. I gotta say, it smells r- r- enticing. Hmm. They're very tiny, the ones we're trying. What are these
2: called? Fun size? Yeah, I believe so. Ain't nothing fun about fun size. It's they're miniatures. All right.
0: Goddamn. You sure, goddamn? Mm hmm. All right.
2: Let me know when you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. These are uh, what I would describe problematic. Okay. Because this bag here mm-hmm. could disappear.
0: They're good. I like them, and I'm not going to say that I don't. Um, I'd be a liar and a cheat. But I'm a politician. That means when I'm not kissing babies, I'm stealing that lollipops. What movie tour?
2: Oh, uh. Goodfellas?
0: No. No. Nothing for October. By the way, we have Twix, Santa, we have Santa Twix over at Commonwealth Dry Goods right now. I should have brought a bag of those over too. Um, They're real good. I could see myself eating five or six. They are very sweet though. Like the, um, the lasting effect. Um, and you say it's a gingerbread Kit Kat, Dukes. What did you expect? Gingerbread has a little snap to it. It has a little bite to it. Yeah. Um, this has none of that. Now, it smells great, tastes great. I'm not shitting on them. I'm going to give them a three five, But, um... Usually when you get a bag of these snack size or fun size or whatever the fuck you want to call this, you could smash the whole bag and it wouldn't even be a problem. I
2: think I probably would fatigue on these pretty quick, but they certainly uh, they certainly are what they're labeled as. For the miniatures, it seems like uh, what their bit is, they, they give more of the uh, the coating on the outside than mm. they do on the standard regular Kit Kat. That's something that I've noticed. Uh, so basically you have the miniature Kit Kat, the standard, uh, the four-banger, and then, cream. and then the huge Kit Kat, or the giant one. And I, what I've seen is the best chocolate or... or Uh, Coating to cookie ratio or wafer ratio is best on the miniatures and the Giants, whereas the regular two-banger and four-banger, it's just your classic Kit Kat. But with these, you're getting a little more bang for your buck, so that's why I definitely enjoy these a lot. What did you give it? Uh, I'm giving it... I'll probably... I'll sit at a four with this. Okay, very good. Oh, I would like to give it an additional review,
0: and I hate to keep plugging stuff we have at Commonwealth Dry Goods, but uh, the Snowball Whoppers, which are vanilla cream-covered Whoppers... They're, whatever, oh. six out of five. I, if you like Whoppers. I, I was thinking of the burger for a
1: second. And well, that'd be I weird. Didn't. That'd be
0: really weird if we had that over at the store. We had a vanilla cream-covered cheeseburger. Um, no, no, the little malt balls. Oh, yeah. Uh, people like to hate, hate, hate. They like to pull a fucking money monk on Whoppers all the time. They're one of my favorite things on earth. I love traditional Whoppers, strawberry milkshake Whoppers. These snowball Whoppers, they they live up to that billing. I think people get Whoppers and Milk duds, milk milk duds, confused. Why did you have so much trouble saying milk duds? So we need to add that to the cavalcade of tour fuck ups so we're about to that, listen to. Yep. Yeah, the <laughs> they do. Uh, milk duds though have the. What is it, I think it's caramel inside. Of yeah, them. they're the ones that'll pull your teeth out. They'll pull your. Fu- you better not have no I- dental <laughs> issues at all. Now there are good. There was an old Ron and Fez bit where um, Ron said, "I caught Fez eating milk duds yesterday," and I said, "Fez, you're diabetic. Why do you why are you eating milk duds?" And he said, "Because they're so sweet." <laughs> I fucking laugh my ass off at that every time I run across it on YouTube.
2: You can't even eat that. Why are you upset? I to go down for the langos. Yeah, um, the, the, the running bit of you shouldn't be. Why are you having a big uh, sweet drink at, at fast? Or the the carnival? The, oh my god, dude! What this is the week of beatings, <laughs> the week of fucking foibles. Medieval for y'all times. <laughs> medieval times.
0: What do you think has happened to you this week? I mean, I've never seen you off your game like this. Just in a fucking cloud, I guess. Goddamn, Jason, you're like the jigsaw of the English language. There's just <laughs> no escaping without chopping off a fucking armor. Or leg. Get too excited
2: and I get ahead of myself. I understand
0: it's I'm exciting fine. to do a show like this and eat Kit Kats and have people fucking pretend like they like it. All right, um, let's get to it, Tor. So set this up if you can. I'm worried about you. Your hair is very poofy and your words are very muddled. So that's not a good combination if you're going to be speaking into a microphone for a living. But... uh, how did this whole unfortunate turn of events Lemony Snickets, How did that How did that come about?
2: Well, on Wednesday's show, it was a pretty normal show. We had some mask shoes. We had some good topics. and then it was a uh, fun show
0: this, uh, this week.
2: And then the uh, throughout the show, there were moments where I would chime in and then the air brakes would come on.
0: Not just the air brakes, it would be there'd be a beat and I would try to figure out what the fuck you just said and then I couldn't and then a lot of times what you're supposed to do, what they tell you when I uh, I went to, um, if you can believe it, tour, I took radio in college and uh, I didn't learn a lot of useful stuff from uh, Roger Smith, I did learn a lot of useful stuff from uh, Cameron Gray, who is my radio production uh, guy and one of the things he told me was, um, if you fuck up just keep going like a lot of times people don't even hear the fuck up and it means way more to you than it does to other people so just fuck up and keep moving so I kind of take that approach if you go back and listen to these shows whether I fuck up or Tor fucks up a lot of times you just keep on going like it never happened uh these were so egregious and he just none of his shit was made I think at one point I said none of your shit just made sense um and I think what was happening is that you were so nervous that I was upset about something with the binder that you just couldn't focus on making the point that you were trying to make.
2: Yeah, that's in one of the uh, the later clips. But we have a kind of a medley of, of some flubs and then just one of just poor instincts. Uh, but we got seven clips here. You,
0: seven you, clips. Yeah,
2: it's uh, chronological. Throughout the show, it works chronologically. So how long the
0: show- is the? How long is this whole
2: thing? Uh, not very long clips. So you get the. Are we the, taking it all at once? Or are we going to break them down clip by clip? What did you put you. them together? Uh, I just one clip by one clip so we got what is that so so
0: are are they separated yes okay so it's not just one big chunk of audio correct okay i feel like we're continuing it's on a similar theme right now (laughs) all right this is uh young tours struggles from this past week's
2: episodes of the chad duke show yeah so clip number one here this is me struggling to say two easy words Mm. so you like the boris brothers pictures i I loved it
0: loft it that's a new tourism i'm gonna write Uh that down can you say love love so, do you say loft it though? Is that something you knew you, you were saying? <laughs> no, uh, Nort. I- Who's
2: Norton? <laughs> so, that was an attempt at saying. This not for me. Love and no. <laughs> I
0: gotta hear that again. I got. So, you called. Did you call Jim Norton Nort? Is that what that was? I just
2: said Nort out of nowhere. And then you said loft. Yes. Were you trying to say Jim Norton or did you just no, say Nort? No, I wasn't. I- Nort came out of nowhere. There was nothing about Nort within Nort, that. Nort out
0: of nowhere has got to be the subtitle of the show. I know we call it the Friday show now, but I think we have to include it. Uh, I got to hear that. This is better than I thought it was. I forgot about you lofting things. So you like the Boris Brothers pictures, I, what you're I loved it. Loft it. That's a new tourism. I'm going to write uh, that down. Can you say love? Love. So do you say loft it, though? Is that something you knew you, you were
2: saying? No. Uh, nor- I- Who's Nort? <laughs> Who is Nort? I don't know a
0: Nort. <laughs> oh, God. That is fucking fabulous. Oh. You know, I don't usually air check the Friday shows. I'm going to. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back, and I'm downloading this to my phone, and I'm going to listen to this all over again. Loft and Nort.
2: <sighs> what was that? Take us to what was going through your brain right there. I was trying to express how much I enjoyed a picture that uh, was tweeted out about ted and right, his right, brother right. at a nationals game yes and i, I said loft it instead of i loved it and then nort and then nort came out of nowhere right um any concern about that like stroke
0: were you smelling burning paper anything of the sort uh no i nort. just uh anything of the nort <laughs> All right. oh my favorite was when you would get to uh you would get to the end of super mario brothers 2 and then of course you had to fight king nort hi-o <laughs> All right, let's not, let's not highlight that. Uh, can't all be fucking. Luckily, you've. Uh, I'm. I'm driving on an open highway right now. There's no cops in sight. Oh no, you're in the clear. All right, let's go to. This is all from this week, right? It, all from one show. Oh, this is one show. Yes. Oh no, Tor. Oh, that's just. That's just fucking terrible. Goodness gracious. That's just terrible. Oh, that's ter. Oh no, that's terrible. That's just awful.
2: Oh boy. All right, so let's go to clip number two. Clip number two. Me trying to. Uh, Say Carmelo Anthony. Oh, Ripley's just fucking harumphing me over there. It's a Greek choir I've got with me. She's saying, today. You remember, remember when Lamello, um, Lamello,
0: uh, Carmelo was a free agent? Yeah. Jesus. Are you, were you trying this? That's my least
2: favorite one out of this so whole thing. you're match. trying to say LaMelo Ball, but you meant Carmelo Anthony? I was trying to say Carmelo Anthony, but LaMelo was in my head. Because you're it, a big basketball fan, and to hear yourself just butcher. A zing about the NBA like that has got to really cut you to the quick. It was really disheartening because I could say Carmelo Anthony. I know more about Carmelo Anthony than I do about Lamelo Ball, but Lamelo and Carmelo, it they they got mixed up. My wires got crossed there for sure. Um, how many uh, out of five norts? How many
0: norts would you give that fuck up? That's a, on is is a nort. I enjoy it, or is a nort? I'm saying that's a, a no. The bigger in size. Oh, that's so a, like five norts would be the biggest fuck up. You, could, like, how many h- out of how many norts was you
2: actually saying nort for no reason? That was the the in, initial nort. That's a four on the nort. Ooh, a four banger. The Carmelo five norts. Five, out five. norts out of
0: out of five. Wow, it's a lot of five bangers. In It'd be like if I fucked up talking about like hot dogs with chili and cheese on them. You know, like something I'm really passionate about. I, I should be able to do that you, in my sleep. I, I completely agree. Um, I gotta say, Tor, this is. You're making up for all of your fuck-ups this week for this segment. This is the best. This is the most
2: fun I've had in years. Uh, clip number three, we did a uh, a segment on the episode Donovan McRib. If you have not subscribed to the show, it's <laughs> worth it an alone to go and listen to that episode. Not a shot of Donovan McNabb's weight, by the way. No, no, not no, one no, bit. Not at all. Um, and then within that, we were doing quarterback food name puns. So Marcus
0: Mariota is the quarterback, and we, we've we done a couple of variations, of. We did... Uh, <laughs> Marcus uh, Macaroni, yeah. Marcus Manicotti, yeah. Um, we've done a bunch of these things. <laughs> um, there was a, there was an even funnier one. I think there was one that had meatloaf involved in it. I forget what it is.
2: But what we didn't do is what is what Tor says here. Trading cards, but the name would be the quarterback names. Your Marcus Mar- Maricatas. Your uh, um, what's Maricata Maricati. Maricotti?
0: Son of a bitch. You mean mani- Do you mean manicotti? You just said it wrong twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The best part is that you correct a wrong name with an additional wrong name. <laughs> and you have a passion for Italian food. Who doesn't? How many norts is that? That's got to be up there at the top of the pay scale. That's when I think I tapped out of the show. Oh. That's when
2: I think I definitely was like, you know what? Let's. It doesn't let, matter how let, much time is left. Let's get to a buck 20 and we're going to reset for the next Man. day. <laughs>
0: Ma- what did you say, Maracati? Uh, yeah. And then you said, then what it was the second one you said? Uh, Let me hear it again. Okay. I got
2: to hear what the second <laughs> fuck up was. Trading cards, but the name would be the quarterback names. Your Marcus your Mar- Maracata. Uh, oh, what's Maracata? Maracati. Son of a bitch. Fuck it. <laughs> you mean Do Mani- I- you mean Manicotti? You just said it wrong
0: twice. Yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. know you'd say- fucked it up twice? No, I thought Maricotti was the right one. I, oh. I, it, it,
2: Maricotta. What a fucking loser. God, that's so amazing.
0: That's got to be a five norter because it's two fuck-ups in one, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, five that's five out
2: of That's five Norts out of five. Oh,
0: man. There's so many Norts, dude. Oh, My head is actually hot right now for you. I can feel my eyes pulsating. It's, this is the worst. <laughs> I can't be good for you. So we got to be almost done, right? There's no one left? Oh, uh, no. There's four left. Oh, there's four. This is the same show? Yes, same what, show. What a carpet bombing! This is not just dropping a Moab. This is we are the fuselage. Everything's getting ejected out. We're throwing the toilet
2: out the back to continue this strafing run. Oh, all right. We'll set this up. What's the next one? Uh, this was just me having incredibly poor instincts about a uh, a possible business.
0: Okay, just bad instincts.
2: Yeah. So you're not. It, it's not a flub. Uh, not a flub, but
0: you were taken aback by me saying this. I just came up with an idea for this segment. Tell me if you like it. Okay. Bombs
2: and flows. Oh.
0: What do you think? <laughs> That's inspiring. I just came up with that. All right, get, a con- get in contact with Bustees. Let's get some T-shirts made and some coffee cups. Okay. All right, let's hear it.
2: Yeah, I mean, if I give somebody food poisoning with Chislik, then that might be why a little- Why would you even bring that up? Oh. It's why on. would you even put that into people's heads? I don't
0: know. The whole week, you were talking about starting a food business, and then for no reason, completely unsolicited, you said, "And when I give people food poisoning. Why would you do that? I, I wish I had an answer that, was, that would explain that. It'd be like going into a job, like an audition for a job, like a fucking, you know, you get your resume in your hand and you and you go up to the guy and you say, oh, now look, when I start showing up late, there's just no difference if you're in an interview just volunteering that information for no reason than for you to say that we're having a conversation about you starting up a food truck. I, I could have said a ton of other things. Well, you were on your heels at that point, too. Oh, no. I, I think you were just, reeling. I, of course. they'd already already clipped your
2: chin, and you were just trying to fucking make it to the end of the round at that point. All right. What else we got? Uh, clip number five here. This is in response to a question of if I had read a series of, of books. Yes. Uh, Tom Clancy books. and um,
0: Oh, we had uh, somebody uh, emailed into the show and was asking uh, where we ranked um, Harrison Ford's portrayal as Jack Ryan as opposed to all the other actors that have played Jack Ryan. Yeah.
2: So, this is the train's the off. Speaks the rails for itself? Here. Yeah. All right. Wouldn't very
0: good. So, uh, I think that's all the Jack Ryans after Alec Baldwin.
2: I uh, I just remember people reading them and then uh, reading the books and saying, oh, they're pretty good. And then you would pass them around, not like a book club, but oh, here's, here, go ahead, read it. Uh, Have you read, what? none of your shit just made any sense. That was right? it. Have you read it? any of these books or watched any of these movies? No, no, not one bit. And now that you're telling me about the jargon stuff, I might be even more out.
0: What the fuck? Now that you're telling me about the jargon stuff, I might be even more out on reading the books I've never read. Dude, what the
2: fuck were you talking about it's there? Babble. It's babble. It's incoherent babble. That's what that is. that is. That is me trying to explain a point that is pointless, and then instead of just saying, I haven't watched the movies or read the books, I tried to grasp for any... Little knowledge I had about them.
0: Maybe a self deprecating joke would have been good there. Like, I haven't watched the movies or read the books yet again. Or maybe even, I know you're a big Fez Whatley fan. Why don't you just say, uh, that's all I had on that? You know, what are those things? I mean, what you said made no sense whatsoever. No, I didn't. And then you doubled down with another comment that made no sense. like eight norts. <laughs> that's got to be eight norts out of five. I mean, at some point, Tor, like, you're going to have to learn to bullshit. Like, you want to be a host, right? One day. Yes. You're not always going to have topics that you're 100% familiar on. You either got to be able to own up to that or you got to realize I'm going to have to bullshit my way through this. Right. Here's a little fucking hint. Every single March when I had to talk college basketball, I bullshitted my way through the whole month. The entire month. I don't know anything about college basketball. I find it to be pedantic and boring. Right. So I just realized I had to bullshit. Now, I... sometimes that's a little prep, by the way. Sometimes, also, you should have seen Hunt for Red October by now. You've seen that, right? Yeah, I have. Okay, then you've seen a Jack Ryan movie. Why not bring that one up? I just, I,
2: I didn't make the connection. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. And you don't read books? Uh, no. no. The last book I read was Stern's last one. Howard Stern? Mm-hmm. Or Daniel Stern? Howard Sterns. Or David Stern? Howard.
0: Which one? The one where the interviews? Yeah, the interview one. Why would you read that one?
2: I just bought the book. I don't know. It was his latest one. Isn't it transcriptions of interviews? Yeah. That stinks. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. I like permanently suspended a little more.
0: Uh, and I like I'm i, have, I have a you know Howard is one of my biggest influences and is uh, turning more good radio, more good. Maybe p- start my list up, um, but just transcribing your interviews and putting them out as a book that, that, that's not for me. Just for the record, if anybody is wondering if you if I need a gift this holiday season, this not for me. I'll just buy me Miss America again or Private Parts, but those are both very
2: good books. All right, you're saying? Um, well, that one was pretty awful. This next one. I don't like this one. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Why this not? This one. Take w- us to it. It was in response to a, an idea, a pitch from a listener during Ask Shoot about a, a possible Secret Santa gift idea. And Secret uh, Santa gift idea. Yeah. So we gave a, a, a premise for it where we would do uh, the throwback, uh, the nostalgia Noel. Okay, and then uh, all
0: would, right, they wanted to do a Secret Santa that was uh, it featured all vintage,
2: like kind of nostalgic gifts, right? Okay. And then uh, with that information, and oh a- god,
0: I remember this. Oh, this this was the one where I I almost stopped the show here because I wanted to check on you because I didn't know if you were having some sort of brain cloud, Earl Douglas. Uh, definitely was the it, that's that's my slug line for this. Okay, one. It, all right.
2: When, when I was exporting the file, it said brain, brain cloud. cloud.
0: Yeah. So are you, all right, let's listen to it, and then I, I want to get your reaction. Sure. There would be hours of entertainment. Scott from Buffalo. It's not a bad idea,
2: Tor. I don't mind it. You, I think if you give somebody a clear direction, then you can just go with that. You can roll with that. You don't got much today, do you, bud? I, I'm... I'm, I'm- <laughs> thinking you. I, I, what's I, going on over I'm there i'm looking at you flipping the binder and i lost my, my why are you looking at me flipping the binder you're Hunter? looking at it quizzically and i didn't know if i messed up on no
0: something. just fucking focus on what you're saying i've that is never i gotta say that was a first for me when i was doing and i've done the show with some marble mouth fucking dum-dums i really have i'm not gonna say who everybody knows who some marble mouth fucking waterheads And I've never had to stop and say, what the fuck are you like? At that point, I almost kind of wanted to say, all right, man, like, what's going on? Like, have you been drinking? Did you fall down in the staircase? Like what? Take me through.
2: You just had nothing there. Is that all it was? Because, again, none of your shit made any sense. I wanted to say I like that idea because a lot of the show revolves around nostalgia. Normally, we do the fastest hour on radio. You know we get a one one or two nostalgia topics we do sure it's not like this is all we talk about is is old sports and stuff like that but i know most
0: of society right now i feel like is involved in some way shape or form in nostalgic enterprises
2: right so i I got these floating in my head i'm thinking oh you know I, i start thinking about possible gifts all all that stuff and then um can i ask you a question sure was the part about me looking in the binder was that a deflection no, that that's when I saw you looking over there, and then I'm like, oh, but but that shouldn't have taken me off my train of thought, because it's not like that's the first time you've ever looked at a binder.
0: Right. I mean, the binder's there for me to look at during the show, I assume.
2: Yeah, probably a deflection then, it okay. pro- because you. there's no explanation for a brain cloud. That's when, that Ant-Man cle- creeping I, into you what, again. When I'm trying to mention that, oh, a lot, I think a lot of the show enjoys Super 70s sports on Twitter. A lot of respect here. Oh. A lot of respect here. Hold on. Let me pick it up.
0: Hey, buddy. You know we're recording, right? Yeah, while well, we're recording for Friday, can, can I call you back? Let me call you back. Right back. Not only was that money mug, but then he yelled at me. <laughs> it's two p.m. What do you mean you're recording? <laughs> it's impossible. I, I think everyone, like nobody, understands that this is a taped format, so they don't understand anything about us. Like I think people think we're done working at one o'clock every day. No,
2: it it, no. it, it does stretch a little bit. It certainly does. <laughs>
0: Certainly does. I was trying to explain that to Rev. I missed his concert. I was like, Rev, like, I love you to death, but it's like, not only am I getting my shop ready for me to be gone for uh, eight days, but I'm getting the show ready for me to be gone for eight days, and it takes a lot of, right. you know, it takes a lot of forward looking and forward forecasting. Um, yeah, that one was, the first ones were uh, funny. Your first examples were funny. That was the one that I was, the, is that number seven? That's number six. It's, There's another one? Yeah, that's a little one. The, the capital All right, off. good, good, good. Does it get us kind of back in a more positive place? Possibly, because that's the one where I was most concerned about a brain injury. If if we're playing all our cards,
2: that was a poor effort, I would say.
0: Poor effort, but poor focus also. Yeah, uh, I, you're pretty poor if you drive a focus. I would say. <laughs> that's my gag. All right, let's uh, let's hear this last. And one. And this
2: is uh, the, the the flub that caused me to uh, make this list. And this okay. is uh, after this, you asked me to solicit or not solicit, comb back through and and get all of these.
0: So this was me requesting. That you do this very thing that we're listening to right now. Yes,
2: this is during the outro, so I couldn't even close it out in the last two I feel minutes. like this is an exception
0: right now. I feel like somebody in my top has stopped spinning. All right, let's hear the last one. Gigantor, thank you. Yeah, fun day. Fun de- uh, fun, I can't tell. I can't, can't talk Wow, dude.
2: Did you almost say fun dip? I feel like you almost said fun dip right there. The two words that have have three letters in them, fun and day. Yeah, they should be able to be said sub, you know, right after each other. Fun day. I, I think you said fun
0: day, and it kind of sounds like you're saying Hyundai or fondue. Like, and then I think you questioned yourself saying it again because it sounded odd. But then you didn't have the confidence to say something else, like find a synonym. Like fun day. That was a great time. Like that's probably what you wanted to say. Yeah.
2: Let me hear that one again. Gigantor, thank you. Yeah, fun day, fun day. Uh I can't I can't, I can't.
0: Wow, dude. The part there, the we go fuck 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 fuck. Sounds like a lawnmower trying to start. Very John Melendez there towards the end. Oh, that was great. That's absolutely great. Oh. Let's start doing that more often. Now hopefully. What? I mean, we're getting you the Hopefully we last night we got you the gingo Baloba. But if your brain continues to operate at that capacity, I think this needs to become a weekly installment on the show. What do you think? I I can track uh, it. Oh, boy. Please do. And I know the listeners will track it as well. That's what's great. If you guys sign any uh, interesting flubs you would like for us to... Uh, and I guess you can include me, too. I mean, I know I'm not... I'm no stranger to the flub. It's one of my favorite fucking 90s country songs. Um, yeah, include that in there. and I'll, we'll We'll have a fun segment. We'll call it Bombs and Flubs, and we'll do it at the end of the week. I think that's a completely unique idea, and we're going to run with it. Sounds good. Speaking of unique ideas, uh, apparently you have to either be in possession of the Ark of the Covenant, uh, the Holy Grail, or the Christ Child if you want to start a food truck around this motherfucker, according to some people that we know. So let's listen to some of the hijinks from this past week, and then we'll circle back on the Chad Duke Show.
2: I'd like to wish you a big thank you to everyone who has already sent in videos from our live events this year. It's much appreciated, but if you haven't done so yet, send whatever clips you have to mailbag at chaddukeshow.com or message them to chaddukeshow on Instagram. Everybody, the holidays came early here at Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. As somebody who has as many issues with their hair as I do... I'm very excited that they have decided to launch these products. It's time to give yourself or someone who needs it the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. Go to Manscaped.com and use the code DUKES, D-U-K-E-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Additionally, Black Friday is rolling around the corner. It's November 19th. Go and buy a gift now because you don't know if you're going to be able to get it this year. I don't know why. I see there's ships sitting in the ocean. I can't tell you what's going on with the gifts. All I know is that i got to get ahead of the game, and that means I'm going to head to Manscaped today and start buying stuff from my pops, my uncles, other people that I know in my life that I think could use it, or just because it's a quality gift and something that I know that somebody would appreciate and be able to use whenever they needed to. It's not something I'm going to give somebody they're going to put in the back of their cabinet. And I'm not going to see it for another two years until they read it gifted. You can get the Performance Package 4.0. You can get trimmers. You can get anything from the new hygiene line. Just make sure you're using the code DUKES at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DUKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use code DUKES. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. Hey, everyone. If you haven't become a Facebook supporter of The Chad Duke Show or want more information, head to Chad Duke Show on Facebook and click the Supporter Hub tab. It's $5 a month. You'll get access to all the video content from our bonus shows and Friday night boot nannies. There have been some stunning developments
0: in uh, a spot that I didn't think I'd find myself, which was jumping in front of Tor was the uh, president of the United States. And I was Clint Eastwood in the line of fire where I'm throwing myself in front of John Malkovich's uh, bullets with the plaster gun that he made when he shot the duck, um, the feud between you and our good friends, uh, Monk from Money Monk's Barbecue, beautiful, delicious Money Monk's Barbecue, was out there. Last week out in Percival, just the best food in Northern Virginia. Not just the best barbecue, the best food. And uh, Neil from Grand Slam Barbecue, who, again, was at my top five nicest guys, which those guys, I, I keep a running list of the top five nicest people in my life. And generally, it stays in the pocket. But every once in a while, somebody falls off and somebody uh, earns a spot. And I had to do a huge rehash of it after the events of last week. And there is a, there's an update there that was um, dramatic enough where I was fielding multiple emotional text messages from our very own Matt Dodson from the Fortress Film Society, who was really, really confused and, dare I say it, Tor, hurt uh, at the way those two guys were acting towards you based on the Great Chiswick controversy
2: of 2021, which is now be known as. I. It was a very confusing weekend on that on that front. I, it was,
0: honestly, I, I woke up on Saturday from a text message from Dotson <laughs> that said, dude, what the fuck? And it was a screen cap of some tweets that came in from Monk and Neil. And I almost thought they were running game. You know what I mean? Like, I thought they'd gotten together or like elbowing each other in the ribs. Right. To bust balls, which would have been funny. Um but that wasn't it at all. They they just don't have any faith in you whatsoever and have gone out of their way. By the way, unsolicited for the most part. Right. Uh, to just tear down. Well, let's, let's be honest, Tor. What are the chances of you starting a food truck? Incredibly less than 5%. Like probably a 99.9% chance it won't happen. Correct. But, you know, they... they all right, go back and ex- start explain to everybody the headwaters of this. If they're just, people just, you know, we get new subscribers every day. People listen to the shows in chunks. They jump around. W- w-
2: how did this whole controversy start? A couple weeks ago, I went to South Dakota to watch a college football game. While I was there, I was tailgating, and I was introduced to a new meat uh, called Chislick or a new right. style of preparing meat. It came in different uh, forms. The guy's of-
0: name was Chislick, Brad then- Chislick. He was introduced to his meat in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Former coach of the Minnesota Vikings, I believe, offensive coordinator for the LL Eagles. <laughs> right. Oh God! Well, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're feeling better. So, how many more weeks do I have left of this shit? If you're still horking up those fuzzballs? Oh I'm sorry, my
2: God. If you slip in an old NFL coach in, in a joke, it's going to Brad Childress' stick. There's a there's a there's a home for it here. Not many other places. I'm um, sorry, you were saying. So I was introduced to a, a new style of meat, uh, where you could get a, a game meats like deer, pheasant, uh, lamb, or goat, and you would. Uh, you would fry them Jeez. up in oil, and then you would season them heavily in uh, in a cube form. And I said, I, I tried it, and it was uh, fantastic. And mm. I said, this seems like the optimal drunk food. I don't need to deal with any sauces that are no, no, nothing goopy. Uh, it seems very easy to get the fryer, you get the meat, you get the seasoning, and then you're like, you can put it on a toothpick. You can e- even stick them up like a kebab. I'm thinking, like, wow, you know, there's some potential here. And uh, it was, um, it was so good that I came back and on the show I said you know what, shoot, I'm, I'm considering maybe start... I have an idea for a food truck mm-hmm. where we would strictly sell chislic out of. And uh, that was met with fire and brimstone from Neil and Grand Slam Barbecue. And I believe Matt Dotson said, if if Brian from Natural Red Catering joins in, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, it started at the actual Monks after we were done filming our episode of The Fortress of Solid Food, which is available right now on TikTok if you'd like to check it out. Um, and uh, I just had brought, I'd mentioned it in passing and they both were... Not just saying that it's hard, but saying that you specifically wouldn't be capable of doing it. And the the, the timber of their argument has changed a little bit because the argument itself has changed. I just don't. I think they're not being honest about this. They're they're, they're very hostile about you attempting this. And I think there's a couple of reasons here. Um, When somebody comes up to me and says, hey, I'm doing a podcast. Do you have any advice? Generally, I try to give some advice but in the back of my head if i'm being honest i'm like yeah, what you're doing and what i do is it's not even on the same level you yeah. know like I, to become a broad i know howard stern got in some shit with this jag where he was attacking podcasts and i've been doing podcasts now for two decades so it's not like i'm opposed to them but becoming a professional broadcaster and sitting around pulling on your pud with a couple of bro dogs in the basement with some microphones is not the same thing at all um Not to say you can't be uh, successful with a podcast, clearly you can, there's lots and lots of podcasts that are way more successful and I'm sure that people would say they enjoy more. But becoming a professional broadcaster is a skill, like playing the guitar or learning how to uh, sail a yacht or or anything like that. And you have to have massive amounts of repetition. And while I do think sitting down and recording shows and air checking yourself, that can be that's generally what I tell people when they say I want to start a podcast. I'm like, well, here's what you need to do. You need to get in reps. You need to be doing lots and lots of reps. Don't worry about who's listening. Don't worry about what's listening. But then air check yourself and compare it to other people that you think are good broadcasters and kind of take notes and work crutch traces out of your vernacular uh and try to prepare and I think there's just some things you can do to make yourself better at speaking into a microphone a lot of people don't want to do that they just want to sit around and fucking play grab ass because they think that's what doing this is but it's an enormous amount of preparation even for a segment as stupid as this like this is four or five days now of a developing thing that's happened and you say well dukes you're just talking about your friends well these are people that i've you know established and have you know become familiar to the audience and, and it, there's a difference i digress um point being i think there's a little bit of that in neil and monk i think they're a little insulted that you would even consider trying to do what they have done or ha- or did at one time i, I also think it's possible that. Neil's such a great guy, but I think there's some hurt in there from him moving on from that. You know, he had a food truck. He did this whole thing you're talking about. He went out to the the breweries and went out to the parking lots and prepared all the food. And it's a lot of work. And I think that there might be a little something in him that if it's like, well, how the fuck would Tori even consider? I just think that's possible with the way they responded. The way that this escalated was... Um, you and I on Twitter were going back and forth, I think on Friday night, I'm not sure when. Uh, doing some shtick. And basically the shtick was here's the way that Monk and uh Neil responded to Tor's request for uh advice on how to start a food truck. And then there would be a gif of edging Christian hitting someone with the concerto. <laughs> or um there would be a GIF of Iron Man getting beaten up by both the Winter Soldier and Captain America. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. They're they're great GIFs. <laughs> it's some great. It was some great <laughs> shtick. And because Neil and, and Grant uh, Neil and uh, Monk are great guys, and I love them both, but they're both they're older than their years. I would say I'm guessing they were both asleep by seven o'clock, so they didn't see it. And I just I mean I can only speculate. <laughs> um, they didn't see it until the next day, um, so they then started responding the next day. And instead of, like, responding good-naturedly, <coughs> what I would say is th- they went right back into the same kind of voice and narrative that they had last week out at Monk's that brought this whole thing up. Where Monk's like, Tora, I'm going to sit you down and straighten you out and let you know what this business is like. And then Neil kind of piled on to that. Um, and that is the screen cap, of course, that I got sent from um young tuber. Who was very taken aback, and of course, then I, I not only did I forward that to you tour in hopes to hurt your feelings, but then I uh, I posted it in the uh, super secret chat for the Facebook supporters, and they started debating what the comments meant. I then talked to Monk about something completely uh, unrelated. I said, "Hey man, like I'm still kind of confused about why you're going so hard at to tour, and also you're getting torn apart in this fucking chat room. Have you checked it out?" He's like, "What's a supporter, Facebook supporter?" I'm like, "Well, you." you f- pay four bucks a month and you can watch all the videos and you support the show he's like how do I do that and I'm like I thought you listen every day so he goes in I guess he, he put, put over his credit card and then 10 minutes later I go back into the chat he's fighting everybody <laughs> he's he's swinging on everybody Tor, it's like if your friend walks into a bar and he starts fucking stolen people in the back of the hey like what are you doing dude like we're gonna fight everybody
2: in this bar he's getting told uh, take them all on I got your take back him, I got your back come on <laughs> take them on on they are. <laughs>
0: That's sneaky. My favorite part of that video, by the way, it's so great. I think people are discovering it. Not enough people, though, too, because I put the Byron up on the on the Facebook, and not enough people actually came back with their own Byron, which is what they should have done if they're big fans of the show. Byron, that's the second Byron, by the way. Byron, <laughs> that's the first one. Um, he's fucking going to take on all the cops on Coney Island, and he's just going back and forth. Did you Did you know all
2: this was going on? I was getting like real time updates from you and Dotson on this, and then. Uh, The comments are almost a jarring where I'm sitting A jarring? Jarring. I think you meant jarring, stupid. (laughs) A jarring.
0: Oh, I can't wait for my door jarring alarm to go off in my car today when I don't close my door enough. (laughs) You might have a title for the show on your hands, brother.
2: (laughs) You get nothing.
0: You lose. Oh, that is fucking great. Jarring. Maybe they should steer me away from broadcasting. A jarring. <laughs> I think you had a better chance at chiseling
2: than you do at this. I'll tell you Jesus that.
0: Much. Well, I'm, I'm kidding. Of course.
2: Um, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. One that, that you sent in, John Page said those legends should be mentoring young Tor and not breaking him down. And Which then, I would agree. And then Monk said steering him away from a bad idea is mentoring.
0: See, that's what I don't understand. Like he can come to you and say, hey, man, it costs a bunch of money. Here's some of the pitfalls. But just why is it a bad idea? Because it's your idea. You know what I mean? Like, if if I came to him and said, hey, I want to start a food truck, you think he's going to act this way?
2: I I don't know know. anything about starting a food truck. I think it's because you've already started a small business, and it's still running and going. Yeah, dude, but it's not. I mean, it's nothing like what we're talking about here.
0: Uh, What did you think of all of his uh, responses? Because, I mean, I'm telling you, man, he was in there,
2: and, and he was mixing it up with everybody that had a comment. I felt like it was rather unwarranted, as I haven't said a bad word about Monks or Grand Slam or any of that. I've acknowledged, especially on the Friday show, how difficult it is to operate a a restaurant business and all of this. I I understand that. I think maybe I posed it in the tone on Monday, which, again, you've had to remind people of this sometimes. It is a show. Sure, sure. So I posed it in a way where I thought I could just drop everything and start a food truck and i'd be just you know super sick
0: well remember you wanted to start an actual brick and mortar establishment and had to be talked (laughs) out of that by me the food truck is my idea because i thought it was less of a commitment than actually signing a fucking lease you know that was a concession right there i just i am for if it was other people like if stupid like ant-man or somebody was like you know tries to bust balls and tries to fucking be a dick like, it would make more sense. I don't see a lot of that in those guys. Generally, they're very supportive and like, hey, what can I do to make it happen? So it's just, it's, it's bizarre that not only once they heard the feedback, the people are like saying, wow, this is out of character for them. They both doubled down on their
2: bullshit. Right. It's like Ryan Zimmerman coming to a high school practice and just telling kids, you're fuck not, you. You're not going to make it. You'll never do it.
0: So this story has grown hair since yesterday, since we invited Monk out. And I actually was... uh I, don't know what I was talking. I was talking to a fan of radio, uh, and he said, "Hey, man, like uh, I guess Brian from Natural Red Catering weighed in last night. He did, yeah. yeah. Um, which again is his is the worst of them all, I would say, because he didn't even have really a dog in the fight. He wasn't there in the in the beginning of the um, this story. And I think it was said on the show yesterday. If Brian starts saying something, I'm really gonna be upset. Or you said something to that effect, Tor? Yeah, I did. Tor came back from San Diego or wherever the fuck he was, and he said, I found this meat, I like it. I think it'd be funny if, if it'd be fun if I started a restaurant. And we just kinda had a fun segment about it. Um Monk who will have a chance of course to defend himself here, and uh Neil, who I, I think of as two of the nicest people I know, um Really did not take that in the spirit of good fun. They, they took that as you're making a declaration that you're as good as them and that you're a businessman and that you're going to do <laughs> what they couldn't do and uh, have been attacking you for st- fairly steadily, I would say, for three to four days. As as soon as I made the announcement. Right. Um, Monk then took it upon himself to become a supporter, by the way. Thank you, Monty Monk. Appreciate sure. you. And then go in, and then anyone that dared... Maybe for a second, say, "Hey, Tor has a dream. He's just looking for <laughs> advice. Why don't you guys mentor him? Motherfuck them up and down, and tell them why they don't know anything." And um, and so then last night, uh, Brian, who is a good friend of the show, and he uh, does he did the catering out at um, at uh, Fairwinds Fairwinds for our event, and it's just a great guy and a tremendous barbecue enthusiast, and does a great job. Um, weighed in and said, "You." Uh, you should be thanking Monk and Neil because they're saving you, you're talentless ass. And then he had some hashtag, like, if if it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. And that is where I figured this whole thing out. (laughs) These three, and again, you have full ability to respond in just a moment, Monk. I'm just setting this up. Yeah. These three are so triggered and insecure and absolutely horrified of the notion. First of all, I hate to pull down the the fourth wall. Tor's not gonna start a food truck. He was never gonna start a food truck. That's why this makes this also much more embarrassing. (laughs) They're so terrified that you, a big, you know, bumbling Sasquatch, could stumble into their industry and find success, that that would be a social commentary on what their industry is, so they want to immediately tear you down before you could even attempt it. Um, It's the only thing that makes sense. Because all three of these guys are nice guys. Like, all three of these guys are generous guys, and I, I like them all. And it's so out of character to respond the way that they did to what was really tore, I would say, a throwaway segment. Yes. It was just a funny bit. And the fact that you texted Monk excited from the fucking tailgate and he said, look at delicious meat. Yeah, but then you, I, yeah, I, I think you were rude then, too, were you? No. Yeah, I think you're pretty rude. <laughs> um, It's just fucking crazy to me. And I... I I don't mean any disrespect with this whatsoever, because a baboon could do what I do for a living. A baboon, if properly talked up, could come in here and do what I do. None is these are launching fucking intercontinental ballistic missiles. You understand what I'm saying? You're turning on a fryer. Now, I understand it's more complicated than that. For you. For those other two jackasses, they're rolling up in a truck with a bunch of meat and fucking preparing it for people. Yes, that takes skill yes it takes an ability to want to continue to do that and to sacrifice your own personal time but anybody can do it absolutely anyone can do it not everyone can be successful doing it i will give you that neil you quit you stop doing it i hate being this way but i know tor is not going to fire back for himself now monk is sitting at the top of the fucking food chain i mean what percentage of people would you say reach the point where you're at right now with your eateries?
1: And In and, and, uh, and restaurants, uh, probably top 5%. Top 5%. Yeah. And then there's probably
0: another 5% where they're just, you know, keeping their head above water and they haven't gone out of business yet. That's that's probably 50%. It's a horrible industry. Yeah. I, and I'm not saying that it's not. But this notion that if anyone could do it, anyone... Can fucking buy a truck, figure out how to make three dishes, find a guy that owns a business and say, hey, you need a food truck, I'll do it for 10% less than the other asshole, and do that. I just want to make that point before we get to it. Now, Brian is tremendously talented. I love his food. Anytime you see Natural Red Catering, you should go there. It's delicious. The same thing for Neil. Anytime Neil has made something for me to eat, it has been tremendous. I, I wish he wouldn't have stopped doing what he did, but it, it's his life. I wish he wouldn't have sold his uh, beach house. But if Neil gets uncomfortable, he stops doing whatever that thing is. And I get that. But to sit there and then and then Neil is harumphing Brian last night on Twitter. That's right. That's right, Brian. You get that stupid motherfucker who's only 22 and said a joke on a podcast. <laughs> And then Monk's silently sitting by, like, just nodding his approval <laughs> at his fucking barbecue cabal that he has then set out against anyone that could rise up against it. I got to say, I almost—if you, if you weren't scheduled to come here today, Monk, because I, I um, respect you so much, I would have said we can't talk about this anymore. Because I don't want to think, these are three of my favorite people on earth, and I don't want to think about them this way, that they're capable of such a heel turn. Um, so that's where my head's at, a tour please, and then uh, we, Monk deserves, we've been haranguing him here for a couple of days straight, he deserves <laughs> the right to retort.
2: Yeah, uh, so once the, mess- once the tweet came in from Brian from Natural Red, I thought I was going to be more upset than I was, and then something clicked and said, maybe I will go start a fucking food truck. Right, right. Maybe I will. If, all the- if everyone's saying I-, I-, I shouldn't do it or can't do it, or they- they're-, they're fucking doubting the hell out of me, fuck it, why don't I go start this joker?
0: because it didn't seem to come from hey we're trying to save you some money or hey let us tell you how difficult it's been for us or what we've had to sacrifice it was you can't do it because we're sam fisher we're the splinter cell and we're the only ones they can send behind enemy lines to start the coup and that's where it kind of turned me off and i i again i go back to I, maybe it's just because also they don't know how to use social media. No disrespect, no disrespect. <laughs> but, like, they just come across as such an asshole on social media where maybe if this was all sat down and said, like, the five of us around a table at Monk's sure. having a beer, we'd be having a different conversation right
2: now. Yeah, but I, I'd say they definitely inspired me. I was actually— looking, Now you're more inspired. And now I, I they've actually— Normally, I, I if someone's given me some solid advice from people that I respect, I take it. You know, I listen with it. Sure. I, I try to do what I can do. And then, uh, but in this instance, for whatever reason, I'm going the complete opposite direction and saying, you know, fuck that. Oh I'm, wow! I'm maybe I will actually go find it and see where I can get some good venison. Maybe I'll go find where I can uh, order in some pheasant. Maybe, do I have to hire a hunter in South Dakota? Maybe you're gonna order in some pheasant. Maybe that yeah. might be the name of the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So at this point, out of spite, you're more motivated now to do it out of spite than you were out of passion. Uh, initially
2: unmotivated. I, I was just trying to sell yeah, the idea. You're
0: not idea. really helping my point here.
2: Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you're, not,
0: you're not making me look good when, when you say you're unmotivated. When I was,
2: well, when I was the initial conversation, right. I was trying to be funny and talk about a, meat, a new meat that I had that I really enjoyed. Okay. Now, out of pure spite, I, I I'm really thinking about okay. it. Okay. I'm sure a lot has been accomplished in this life
0: out of spite. I'm sure it's happened. I'd like to give it a shot. I don't know that Guy Fieri <laughs> got into it out of spite. You know what I mean? I don't know if any of those guys did uh is, i'm sorry monk you're it, here
1: is it spite or is it now somebody's saying you can't do it so now i'd say it's that's both that's your motivation well
2: it was just someone saying i can't do it Not like, someone a, a, three titans of the, their industry by the way
0: the three guys that when we first had this conversation <laughs> i was like hey you got a shot because these three guys are so nice and they're so good at what they do <laughs> that if anyone had these three guys these three wise men to bestow their frankincense and myrrh of uh, meats Upon you, well, you (laughs) definitely have a leg up in this industry over any, you know, dick in the dirt that's just going to fucking go rolling up on a Home Depot and say, hey, can I put my hot dog shack out front?
2: I can at least get a generic recipe. You know, if if I'm some Joe that's making, you know, say I'm making sloppy Joes, right? Sure. I could reach out to any of those three guys and they could probably tell me exactly what I needed. Or
0: maybe Brian from Natural Red Catering says, Hey, I'm catering something this weekend. Why don't you come out and see how hard I fucking work? Right. To do this, all the prep that I go in to get all the meats ready, and then when I don't sell everything that I thought, all the you know, having to deal with that. And at least that would have been a learning experience where like, oh, maybe I don't want to go through this. You know?
2: Go to Ben,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, it's just nasty tweets. Just nasty tweets well, from three nasty men. I think
1: all <laughs> those things would still be on the t- <laughs> <laughs> I think all of those things would be on the table. We're not saying we wouldn't support him. We're just trying to steer whoa, him whoa, in another direction.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Where on earth was there any mention of support in any of the dialogue that has taken with place? with me
1: saying the things that I'm saying about why he shouldn't do it. That's my support. Now, if he wants to go I would still help him if he wants to go against it. <laughs> the um honestly the what he was just saying about, you know, somebody saying that that he can't do it, and that makes him want to do it more, kind of flies in the face of some of the reasons why I would say he shouldn't do it. Well, go into that. I actually think he, he – that's a great thing. He's mopey and not very energetic oh, sometimes. Jesus you know, and Christ. all that stuff. You've called him out for it many times. That's actually true. So when, when the first negative feedback would come through on his truck, I'm, I would be scared that his, his, his head would hang low. Okay. He would lose all of his motivation. And the whole thing would fold like a stack of cards. Okay, but, but here,
0: here's the duality. I don't mean yeah. to interrupt you, but there's two things at play here, Monk. There yeah. is the industry, which is incredibly difficult. You know, I'm busting balls, but I get it. It's, it's hard to get into it, and then it's hard to find a base, and then it's even more hard to be successful. Sure. And it also takes into account that you're good at it, you know, that you're good at actually making the food, and that's only a part of it. You also the, have to be good at their other part of and it.
1: And the product isn't extremely regional with a weird name.
0: Agreed. Okay, we can get into that, too. You're hating hating hard. Um, It is extremely regional with a weird name, but around here, people seem to like to pretend like they're more worldly than they are in Northern Virginia. All we do is go to Chipotle and fucking Subway. We're a bunch of ham and eggers. But every time there's a new weird food or a new weird bubble tea or new weird whatever, people are like, ooh, I like it. And they, yeah. they tell their other fucking
1: friends about it. I so, mean, South Dakota doesn't necessarily set the pace on the I would the, agree. Go ahead. Yeah, so, yeah. For some reason, Vietnam seems to be a <laughs> yeah. place we want everything to come from. <laughs> yeah. It seems yeah. to be Vietnam. Sure. But but
0: you're you're arguing three different fronts here. If it was just, hey, Tor, look at what how much this costs and how much work you have to put in and you know do you really think that's something you know how how much passion do you have because you're going to get bad reviews you're going to deal with dickheads because i talk to you you sell are having it you have to deal with dickheads every day sure and you're successful at it but i think it's the attack on the character i think it's the attack on the you're a big mopey fucking waste of life which is what you just said um i I think that's (laughs) the part where it's like hey which is it is it the business itself or do you think tour specifically would fail
1: be honest. It, it's a combination of the, of both, but no. but but I heard, but I just heard passion out of him. Like he he wants to do it now because somebody said he can't, and that's something that you can't you can't replace. There's fire there now. There's passion. That one comment. I, I, that one comment. Because I've never heard anything out of him like that before. I don't believe that. I think it's
2: because I'm sitting right here in front of him. No oh, oh, bullshit. Oh damn. I
1: Tor, I would not recommend you start this food truck but if you decide to do it i know that me and papadopoulos and walrath would 100 percent give you everything we got as I far just, as advice i wish all the advice so far has been don't do it
2: that would be yeah, yeah i feel like i wouldn't would be, do it don't get this truck <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you decide to uh, i'll give you my best uh my best shot
0: but monk how different would this conversation what you just said yeah that that is that is exactly what i expected out of you guys yeah hey it's really tough business, you know. I would it, recommend you it, do it just because. But if you want to, the three of us will be there to support
1: you. There were, there
0: were. That ta- is not at all what has been said. No, there so far. were, no. there
1: were times when I didn't think I was going to make it, and it, it, it I was staring uh, ru- financial ruin, uh, relationships, all sorts of things. What well, like, successful like person just,
0: hasn't have that story?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it did, right. That's a that's a good point. Yeah. It's a, no matter what industry you're in, you know what I mean. You've been through it. A, a lot of people fail multiple times before they they make it work. The um, it just you know, I got to a point where I couldn't drive ten miles in a car alone without having to pull over uh, because of an anxiety attack, uh, because of everything going on, and I, I don't I don't want something that I care about and love. That's like tour. Wow! To to ever feel that, you I know. Have so my bell. so <laughs> I don't have my bell out here. So at the So that's <laughs> that's where the passion comes from. I don't want to see him have to go through the same thing, but if he were to decide to, you know, I would I would tell him everything I know.
0: I don't even have a problem with you saying it's not a good idea. I I think it's the way this whole thing is unfolded, and this is but look and and in his and here's another problem though with with you saying it's not because you're sitting in front of him. I was sitting there with you. Yeah. At Monk's. Yeah. With Neil.
1: I was also on on Vicodin, but yeah. Go ahead. I got you. But like generally <laughs> that
0: chills motherfuckers out. Like I the two of you were just you're giving it to him even harder than you were on Twitter. And I didn't hear a lot about hey, it's tough being in the food business. I heard a lot of this guy's a mope. And <laughs> <laughs> here's what I'll say. And maybe it's because I have more experience with him. He does mope and he does, you know, hang his head and I I've, I've seen him do that. But I've laid into him about as hard as I've laid into Drab or Othello or whatever, sure. and he hasn't quit. He's fixed the things that I've talked about. You know, when I send him out to Flying Ace, I don't say, oh, Jesus Christ, I sent Tour out there, I think it's going to be fucked up. You know, I know he's got a good network out there with the people that are working with him, but he works all day long out there. He's performing while he's also running around doing stuff for the show. Like, I think you've seen his work ethic on display and I think it's been pretty impressive yeah. like did any of that factor into your decision making
1: no because it's such a different animal okay but m- perhaps it should have so uh, Tor if I hurt your feelings I'm sorry
0: oh my feelings are unhurt <laughs> I mean, that's another thing he <laughs> takes shit like a champion he really like, does he takes a ball breaking it doesn't even fucking phase yeah. him
1: so maybe maybe we're wrong. Maybe maybe you would do well in this in this industry. But I think we got to we got to find a uh, another name for the product or a different product for you. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. That's, <laughs> now we're
0: now
2: now we're getting in the
1: well, nitty-gritty. That, but here. that's <laughs> just
0: good advice, isn't it? I mean, if he's just saying, hey, you know, from a marketing perspective, I don't think people are going to because how many different dishes and food items would you say you've tried out in your eateries over
1: the years, like attempted? Uh, a ton. Like, we still, still do it. And still sometimes you and... hit the mark, and sometimes you don't.
2: Big Shoot is gaming, and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook. Turn on your notifications, and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see Big Finishing Moves, Tall Vampire Ladies, and Samurais in Tsushima. Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well. I. And you're singing telegram here to tell you
0: about Joe Azer. Just because Kevin from Bulls Hardwood didn't know who Joe Azer was, didn't mean that you guys should not know who Joe Azer is. He is the mother-grabbing man when it comes to real estate in Northern Virginia. Been had the game done wrapped on lock, son, for 15 years. Told you about Ryan and Sherry. Not only did they make a pile of... On their townhouse in Woodbridge, of all places, they were able to upgrade to a single-family home in Bristow. That's an upgrade. Uh, no disrespect to those people of you that are living in Woodbridge. Um, because of Joe Azer. And If you want to talk about big savings, you start talking about the difference between 3% and 1% when you're enlisting someone's services, a professional, to help you buy or sell a home. That is money that adds up. That's money that can be furniture, big screen TV, all types of stuff. Uh, and that's what Joe's going to do to you. 1%... And it'll cover the seller home warranty as well. Flat 1%. Why would you pay 3% for lesser service? Well, that's a trick question. You wouldn't do it. Love Joe Azer, 571 989 Azer, 571 989 2937. He's been with us since the inception of this bad boy. And for that, we always want to kiss him in the face. Joe Azer, everybody. Tell him Chad Duke sent you.
2: Whether you're drinking by the fire, getting ready to send it into Arlington like your boy. Or just trying to find an escape from your eight kids. Make sure you check out the Chad Duke Show playlist on Spotify. Just go to chaddukeshow.com slash music. The official link to your new favorite playlist. That
0: was a fun week. Fun week of shows. They're always fun weeks. The good thing, Tor, is that the value proposition as uh, has been explained to me every week that passes. gets higher and higher for subscribing to the Duke Show because you get that very thick T-H-I-C-C-C-C-C back catalog. You go in there and you subscribe for a month and you've got hundreds of hours of programming right there at your fingertips.
2: Not only that, sometimes we do two shows worth in one, especially with the Fortress Film Societies that, that it can be uh, <laughs> rather extended it's a girthy.
0: <laughs> um, all that stuff's up there for you. We do bonus episodes every single week. Uh, all the episodes have been getting longer and longer. So uh, I don't know. If you're looking for some... We don't talk COVID. We don't talk uh, protests. We don't do the fucking same shit over and over and over again that you hear uh, everywhere else. Everything has become political, and we just try to do a fun show talking about shit that, uh, you know, there's ladies out there that appreciate us, but, uh, you know, shit that dudes like. There's not a lot of places for that any longer uh, out there in the world, so we try to provide that for you here. So check it out. Go to ChadDukeShow.com, subscribe, and there's going to be plenty of entertainment for you there. A big thank you to uh, Money Month this week and um, Stickers Gap Christmas Tree Farming, the live broadcast from out there. Of course, the guys in the Fortress Film Society. Again, you don't miss one show. Even though we're going on vacation, you're going to have fresh shows every single day next week uh, we'll be broadcasting live from the Outer Banks and I can't freaking wait people have almost died every single time we've been down there uh, so we're looking forward to that anything from you Jack Antoine let try to keep that streak up Just try to keep it alive baby make sure it's not me that's all I gotta say I'm gonna put the uh, chair on the door of the bedroom door of the uh, door handle of the bedroom is basically what I'm trying to say every single night while you guys are out there fighting or fucking or whatever it is <laughs> Very good. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday, I'll be working at Commonwealth of Dry Goods all Saturday long. So come on out. We'll be closed for a week after that. So make sure you do your holiday shopping on Saturday. comes to your pal. Big shoot. Thank you, Gigantor, for everything you did this week. It was a very fun week. Glad to be a part of it. Oh, glad to weed a part of it. Go ahead and put that in the when till. I Throw that in the hopper for next week. How about every Friday we do? We do bombs and flubs every Friday. What do you
2: think? That's the first one. I'm sure they'll accumulate
0: number one. Very good. The good lord is willing and the creeks don't rise. We'll see you guys on Monday live from the Outer Banks of North Cag Lab. Roll-up trash games.
1: You know what I always say?
2: Time to fence a few turn out to fucking you!